How many of you remember the phrase, build it and they will come? It was a phrase that was made wildly popular in the dot-com era. Those of us of a certain age or vintage, as my good friend Doc Rock would say, we remember that time very well because everybody was starting a website. Everybody was trying to get online and trying to be the next Bill Gates it was a phrase that was popular, build it and they will come because that's what literally would happen. You would build a website and concept and really not even have a, a, a massive concept, but you would build a website and people would actually show up because it was so new. You didn't have to worry about having a solid plan and perspective. It actually just kind of worked on its own. We have a lot of people in the podcast world who think the same way. They think about just creating a podcast and they feel that once they create a podcast and they have a decent concept that it will come, that people will come, the audience will come, the listeners will come, the sponsors will come. I hate to tell you, but that's not the case. In podcasting, the number one problem is not getting started. The number one problem is discoverability. And this is the story of Podcasters Live and how it came to be and what we are doing to help people, to help podcasters grow their community and their authority through live streaming. Are you ready to tap into the power of live streaming to grow your influence and build a true community around your podcast? Then welcome to Podcasters Live with your host, Steve Worthy. In each episode, Steve and the gang unpack the best tech, simplify proven techniques, and chop it up on the latest trends you need to know to create the kind of show where your listeners want to tune in live. Sound good? Let's get started. So the journey for Podcasters Live actually started, gosh, I want to say when I was a teenager, I fell in love with radio. I fell in love with radio personalities. I fell in love with um, their their voice. I fell in love with their ability to tell a story. And then, of course, growing up for me in the uh, early 80s and growing up in the, the hip-hop era where the rappers were telling stories and telling things about their community. For me, it was something that was just been ingrained into me. And so this medium of radio and telling stories and connecting with people using your voice was something that for me has kind of transpired kind of throughout my career. I started doing a little bit of radio in college and fell in love with the medium, uh, moved, to, moved to New York, and actually started doing a little bit of radio there myself. Um, once again, the medium for me was a great platform to tell not just my story, but the story of other people. Fast forward to, gosh, 2007, where a good buddy of mine, uh, Jerry Barron and I, we were working at a company. Uh, he was the director of of, of relationships with this company, I was the uh, regional director for business development. My job was to actually go out and find new businesses. And then we both had actual side businesses where I was actually helping entrepreneurs work on their business. 
My job was to help them with their marketing, their business plan, and different things like that, and I thoroughly enjoyed it. And we were moving into a position where I could actually move away from my daytime job and actually do that full-time. And Jerry was doing something very similar. And so what we decided to do, we actually decided to create a company. And it was called Four Husbands by Husbands. And what we were trying to do was to help husbands balance being an entrepreneur, but also balance being a family. So after some research, I found this platform called Blog Talk Radio. I don't know if any of you guys remember this or not, but you can go back and take a look at it. I'm not sure if it's still in existence or not, but it was a platform where you could actually get people to call in and you would have the ability to interview them or you and your co-host can kind of just co-host a show together. And it was an amazing platform for us to start our project on because we had so much content that we wanted to share with people. It was just the ideal situation for us to start this process of building um, the brand of by husbands for husbands. We wanted to create a concept and an idea and to give people more information about what we did, but also some solutions to their problem, which is at the end of the day, when you think about your podcast, that's what you should be doing. You should be providing solutions for the problem for for your audience. After some time, we had a pretty decent following on Blog Talk Radio. Our CEO that we were still working at the company at the time, our CEO came up to us and asked us, hey, have you guys ever heard of podcasting? And we were both like, no, what is what is that? And he proceeded to tell us about this 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 new medium that Apple had pretty much started or had actually was 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 the gatekeepers, if you will, or started to be the gatekeepers of that process. And it had to deal with taking your audio and uploading it via a RSS feed, a real simple syndication feed that allowed your content to be pushed out to different platforms, different mediums, and be delivered so that people can actually download your content and listen to it at their leisure. And so we started to do that. But we wanted to to do it a little different. We actually looked at our podcast or we looked at our initial concept and we started to tweak it a little bit because we realized that people were not just going to be listening to our podcast live, that if we use this RSS feed, people were going to probably be listening to it over time or once again at their leisure. It could be two to three weeks after our episode. So we had to try to figure out how to continue to make our content relevant at that point in time. And so we just started tweaking the run of show. We started to tweak our ideas. We started to look a little bit longer term on how we can actually identify different solutions for people. And thus the podcast for by husbands for husbands was launched. And we started that in 2007 and we did it until around 2011, which was a pretty decent amount of time for a an initial podcast for, for both of us to actually have a decent um, run of show, a, a decent uh, period of longevity for that podcast. In some of our upcoming episodes, we will be talking about your why. 
how strong is your why and is it strong enough for it to last for a period of time for you to actually move your podcast from the beginning stages on to the next stages. What we realized with by husbands for husbands was that our why was pretty strong. Why we were doing it, the audience that we were going after, how we were specifically helping husbands at that point in time. Because your podcast, whether you believe it or not, your podcast should be created or should have some elements of helping people move forward to help solve a problem for your audience. And if it doesn't do that, then the listenership that you are so longing to have may not be there. With Podcasters Live, one of the things that we realized was that the barriers to enter into the industry of podcasting are extremely low, extremely low to almost non-existent, meaning that you can start a podcast for free by recording on your phone into a various app that's actually out there. But it's not so much the idea of just getting started, right? The number one problem is not getting started The number one problem for podcasters is discoverability. Getting more and more people to listen to your podcast is one of the things that we hear all the time. And how it's phrased is that, Steve, how can I grow my podcast? Steve, how do I get more people to listen to my podcast? Steve, how do I get our podcast to reach an international audience. All those questions are not just about the the podcaster wanting to kind of grow. It is the underpinning of discoverability, getting more people to discover your podcast, to discover your uniqueness. And one of the ways that we have found to do this is to build a community, is to build thought leadership and authority via live streaming. And we'll get into how we got into live streaming coming up right now. Before we get into why we started live streaming and kind of the impetus behind us doing that, I wanted to really just kind of set the context and create a definition for you. Many may really just already have a a good understanding of what live streaming is, right? The idea of live streaming is to actually broadcast in real time over the internet. And you use various platforms, encoders, different things to actually push your live stream, your live video out into the masses. Nowadays, you can, of course, live stream to all the different social media platforms, which is amazing. The other thing with live streaming is that you have to understand it is a $70 billion business. It is a massive business. And the idea that you as an individual, get this, understand this, that you as an individual can nowadays actually broadcast live 
is insane. Think about this back in the day. Doesn't matter how old you are. Think about the ability to actually produce a news show or a, um, uh, a game show or whatever it was. It takes, it literally takes millions of dollars to actually put a product out there live. It takes hundreds of people sometimes to actually put together your live stream so that you can put it out there to the masses. Nowadays, and for us and for myself nowadays, I actually just do it all myself. I create the live stream myself. I produce the live stream myself. I have a platform that I use to actually help. However, but having the ability to broadcast your content live nowadays is insane. It is the one of the best things to do to help grow your platform. And here is why. In 2020, we started live streaming our other podcast. I have another podcast called Retail Leadership with Steve Worthy, and we started live streaming. We were introduced to it um, by a few friends who were in the content creation um, world, and I started just doing some research on it. And one of the things I realized was that we had a decent community, but I wanted to do something different. I wanted to put a face with our podcast. I wanted to give people an opportunity to talk to me directly as best as possible to ask me questions in real time and provide them answers in real time. And so we started live streaming in 2020. And I got to tell you, our first 10 live streams were horrible, were horrible, but we did it. We put it out there and we did it anyway. And the goal for you is to get started. But with live streaming, we realize that we have the opportunity to connect with people at a deeper and broader level than we did just with our podcast. So one of the things that we try to help podcasters focus on is their ability to grow their community using live streaming because you want to have that connection. You want to be able to answer questions for your community. You want to also possibly um, be able to uh, gain ideas for different concepts and um, topics for your upcoming episodes. It is a great way for you to connect with your audience, with your tribe. It is one of the best mediums to do it. And with Podcasters Live, we have realized and helped Gosh, dozens and dozens of podcasters understand this medium and how to leverage it so that they can become better with growing their community and also growing their authority. So in upcoming episodes with Podcasters Live, we will help you with understanding your why behind podcasting, because I firmly believe that is the number one thing that you have to understand first is why you're actually going to start a podcast and also a live stream. And we help you with understanding those concepts and your why behind that. We help you focus in on talking about gear. What is the proper gear that you will need to be successful as a live streamer, as a podcaster who actually wants to go live? We will help you 
with that process. We will also help you with run a show. And that is just the idea of how your show should actually flow. What does that look like? What are the key topics? What is the structure that you should have? Everybody in podcasting should have a structure for their podcast. And we think the same thing holds true for your live stream. One of the things that we want to make sure of, we want you to be successful as a live stream podcaster. That is our goal. And those are the things that we are going to be focused in on with Podcasters Live. One of the things that I wanted to talk about when we start talking about Podcasters Live and before we get into what we do and how we actually kind of go about all of this stuff is because you have to have a passion for podcasting. If you don't have a passion for podcasting, then you may want to rethink your why. We have some episodes coming up around how to create your why, how to have a strong enough why, because if you don't, then if you come up against obstacles, then what's going to tend to happen is, is that you're going to fall by the wayside. And we don't want you to do that. We want you to have a strong enough why. So that way, when sometimes things get tough, you can actually continue to move forward with your podcast and fight through some of those challenges. Podcasters Live was born out of the idea and understanding that there are probably, at the time of this recording, close to 3 million podcasts that are out there. While there may be 3 million podcasts, only about 40, 45% of those podcasts are actually live. They're actually, I want to say, um, active, meaning that they have produced a podcast within the last 7 to 14 days. And this isn't Steve's statistics. These are industry statistics. And what we have seen is a lot of podcasters are fading. And pod fade is a real thing. It is the tendency for podcasters to uh, start to feel disconnected from their podcast after seven to 10 episodes because of lack of audience, lack of downloads, lack of engagement. And what we want people to understand is that a lot of podcasters go into this with a mindset that they're going to be the next Joe Rogan when they start to realize that podcasting is work and it takes time, you have to be in this for the long haul, which is why we talk about a strong why for your podcast. Podcasters Live, we understand that it's easy to start. The barriers to enter podcasting are so low. They are super low. You can start a podcast on your phone. You can record content on your phone using some different apps and you can actually create content on your phone and push it out to the masses. So the barrier to enter podcasting is super, super easy. However, that's also the trap because if it's that easy, then everybody will be doing it. And that's the thing. A lot of people are doing it, but they're not consistent with it. All right, then. So what's holding you back? 
What's holding you back from starting that podcast that you've been thinking about for so long? What's holding you back from starting that live stream that you have been desiring to do for so long? Is it fear? Is it the idea that no one's going to be listening? Let me tell you what, we can help you solve all of those problems. Listen to all of our upcoming episodes with Podcasters Live. We are going to be tackling some of the most vital topics to help you go from concept to reality with your idea. This has been Podcasters Live. We thank you for listening. If you are interested in one-on-one coaching, you can go to podcasterslive.com and connect with me there, and we will help get you set up so that we can understand your concept a little more and help you move, once again, from concept to reality. We look forward to seeing you soon. Have a great day. God bless.